Hello and welcome to Zenat's Inspirational Wellness Tips. Now today is very, very different. I've got a wonderful guest who is going to be sharing a little bit about her experiences and then talking about how she has transformed her life to do what she does now. Uh, this wonderful lady is called Vafa Taliban and she will be talking a bit about her personal journey uh, during the war and she'll tell you exactly what war it was um, and then she'll be kind of going a little bit into how um, there's the similarities of what she went through to what we're experiencing right now uh, which is 2021 the covid time obviously we went into lockdown last year in 2020 um with the pandemic so if anyone's listening to this podcast uh a few years down the line we are in 2021 and uh, so i'd like to welcome vafa hello thank you for having me zina you know what it's an absolute pleasure to have you and i'm really excited for you to talk about your personal revolution. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes. Um, where would you like me to start from? So you, you kind of hinted that um, I lived during a particular war and that was the Iran-Iraq war. So I'm Iranian, um, born and bred. I came to the UK with my parents, age 16. Um, so I was seven when the revolution happened in Iran, mm -hmm. the Islamic revolution kind of took over. And then 18 months later, war broke out. Um, Iraq um, invaded Iran, Iran or parts of the Southern Iran. And that's when the war started. And we left Iran just after the war finished. So mm -hmm. I kind of lived throughout that period. And that period was when I kind of finished my primary school education and uh, the majority of my secondary school education, actually. So okay. I was very aware of what was happening around me. Mm -hmm. um, during that time, did you um, leave after the war had kind of subsided when you came to the UK or was that you kind of left in between? No, 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 it was literally um, after the war finished. And my parents had obviously been trying to emigrate for a number of years, but mm. until that, um, you know, all the paperwork were ready and everything was sorted, it took a couple of years in which, you know, during which time the war actually ended. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I guess, you know, they weren't running away from the war. We were lucky enough to be mm. uh, in a part of Iran, which wasn't hit heavily. We did certainly have um, scout missiles drop on us right, left and center during certain times of year this this time of year actually during so our Nowruz our new year is in March mm -hmm. and I remember clearly every Nowruz um, there was some sort of scud missile dropping on on Shiraz um, in one way or another um, so um, it wasn't um, the fact that they were running away from the war it was more or less because they wanted to give their children a better education right. um, and um, better economic um, um, Kind of you know opportunities if you like yeah and that's the reason they left the country and i'm forever indebted to them because they had a very comfortable life they were professionals mm. uh, really well respected individuals in their fields and um of course it took an awful lot of courage for them yeah. to leave 
a really established life and career behind mm. and come to a different continent where language was very different, culture very different, uh, even though we were familiar with the Western culture, but still, you know, we hadn't lived it for a few years. If you yeah. Like. Um, um, so it was very brave of them. Absolutely. I mean, that does take a lot of courage. I mean, for you, um, what was your thoughts and feelings in this process of moving from Iran and coming across to the UK? What kind of things were you thinking about? How, how were you kind of, what were the positives or negatives maybe that were impacting you? So obviously my parents um, talked to my sister and I, they told us about the dream that they had and the vision that they had. So we kind of obviously bought into it and we knew that it was for the best. However, I was 16, Zinat, when I came here. Mm. 16 is a really difficult age. You know, it's the age where uh, you want to belong. You want to be the same as your peers, you know, and you can imagine um, I arrived here. I'm very different. I um, spoke an awful lot of English, but not good enough to actually sit my GCSEs with. Mm. Um, so I was kind of learning English and um, studying for my GCSEs at the same time um, and of course I didn't have any commonalities with the children here whatsoever you know okay. so and I was an introvert so that's I think uh, one of the things that I've um, since considered if I was this kind of outgoing extrovert who didn't mind uh, being um, the clown if you like I mm. might have fitted in a little bit better, but I certainly didn't fit into the environment that I entered into. Um, and I had a purpose mm -hmm. in mind. I just needed to pass my exams and my parents' intentions were for us to get a better education. And therefore I kind of kept my head down, learned English, passed exam after exam, GCSEs, A-levels, university, um, start to work, you know, get married, set up home, um, work, work, work. Is and that kind of the tick boxing the that tick, you talk? Tick, tick, tick. tick You're tick. ticking with me, aren't you? Are you ticking with me, you know? Yeah. Um, and I suddenly kind of woke up one day and it's not sudden we know that we know that hero's journey we know that it's not suddenly you wake up there are obviously you know mm. um, areas of unhappiness in life unfulfillment and you kind of think about it for a while and then one day I just decided you know this just won't do I need to um, redefine who I am I need to get back in touch with myself I need to connect with myself I think that was my thought Connection. I kind of felt disconnected you know the mm. way I often describe it is as if I had been watching myself live it was like in a disassociated way Someone's I wasn't looking from fully, a looking glass isn't it <laughs> yeah I wasn't fully me it was like you know I um, had I had you know just listen to the language I had to uh, kind of do x y and z to mm. um, be perceived as um, successful individual who was getting there and for me for me as well internally it was kind of um, pleasing me because I, I was seeing the results of my hard work except that I just wasn't happy I was feeling um, every role that I had wanted to I was fitting inside every single box that I wanted to fit in and yet I didn't fit I was unfulfilled so that's you're talking like it's expectations of others rather than your own expectations 
Um, Absolutely. But the expectations of others become your own. When well, you don't do, know yeah. yourself that well, you wear other people's expectations and beliefs about you, right? And that's what I'm so passionate in awakening in the people I work with now. It's who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and what your beliefs are, what your values are. Um, are you living your values or are you living somebody else's values? And it doesn't mean that that's wrong. Maybe it's served you up until now, but maybe when you find what your real values are and you are congruent to those, then you will have that kind of fulfillment that everybody wants to buy and nobody can buy. Because mm. it comes from within, you know, that happiness that everybody's chasing. Or when I say everybody, that's a bit of generalization, isn't it? You know, the kind of, the kind Many, of yes. typical, typical kind of happiness that we chase um, that only can come from within. You yeah. cannot buy it, you know. And, you know, because you mentioned here that, you know, you, that you're passionate about um, now inspiring motivating and educating the youth and you know the middle life that your clients are stuck in so that they can celebrate their own uniqueness and living life according to their values and I can hear that this is so um, sort of fundamental crucial to your own beliefs and values of what you've gone through and experienced. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, that um, beautiful NLP supposition, the presupposition that we have, if you want to understand, act. And I've been there. I've been there. I've done it. And it's not only me. It's not my story. It's, you know, it's always about um, the client's story. It's always about the people that I inspire and um, want to kind of help. And the more um, you kind of delve into it, the more you realize that, it's the story of many people before me. So mm-hmm. it's almost, it's like the hero's journey, isn't it? It's what Joseph okay. Campbell beautifully articulated as hero's journey. And uh, many of the movies that we love watching are very much um, modeled on that, you know, your Harry Potter and your kind of, you know, Star Wars and the, the, the Lion King, many of the Disney movies, actually, and uh, Disney very often kind of model um, Joseph Campbell's hero's journey. Mm. Um, and that's something that's why we, films resonate that's what those kind of movies resonate with us because it is at some in some form or shape it's our story it is so why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about um how do you help your clients now what is it that you do with them so your business Uh, So I'm a certified NLP coach. And uh, for me, one of the biggest aha moments I had was how well do I know myself? It's that level of self-awareness. And I always kind of quote this um, um, beautiful sentence from uh, Leonardo da Vinci to them that, you know, (laughs) one can have no um, smaller or greater mastery than mastery of oneself. If you learn to master yourself, to really know who you are, what you're about, that's when you can um, have the values that are so dear to you satisfied you can set boundaries Mm. where you are self-compassionate and you um, look after yourself so that when you look after yourself you can be at your best for other people and the other thing is perspectives it's understanding 
yourself and understanding others and Absolutely. being really respectful of other people's perspectives. And I guess it's that lack of perspective we have that leads into huge conflicts worldwide and, you know, nationwide <laughs> and inside families and you know in the whole yeah. wide world do you agree oh absolutely you know when you have no understanding for yourself or others that's kind of where the problems begin absolutely agree absolutely absolutely so that's what i kind of work with my clients on um how well do you know yourself um and i just give them different tools and techniques to get to know themselves and get to love themselves as they are and get to understand what their superpower is so <laughs> that, that they can use that superpower because you know it honestly is true i honestly believe that we all have this superpower inside of us it's just that it's hidden it's mm. in hibernation for some of us it's been there for ages and i love discovering this with people and the way i usually do it is i get them to um write letters or ask their kind of best friends and their family members and the people that they work with to tell them what they value in them mm. and they're often really surprised when the results come back when the um responses come back because what the other people value in them comes so easy to them is so very innate in them that they think it's not a superpower yeah they think it's so natural that they think but everybody can do that right I'm not the only one who can do that that's easy that that's mm -hmm. common sense they don't actually realize not everybody can do that that's their superpower yeah and I think the superpowers they recognize yeah. that you know they can just um leverage it to live the lives that they want and it allows them to then finally take that growth path to actually grow and move forward and value themselves for who Absolutely. they really are um yeah it's about it is, valuing isn't it is it? value that's, it comes down most. to worth yes it comes down it's to worth and value worth yeah. <laughs> um thinking about you know what has been your biggest challenge in learning my biggest challenge in learning, I think when I was um, a really successful professional and I was pleasing too many people uh, and I literally, I was kind of, you know, numb. I had lost that sense of connection with myself. I didn't have time for myself. I was depleted, mm. you know, that was when I wasn't learning. So there, there has been no challenge in learning. The challenge was when I wasn't learning. And then the moment I again woke up and I thought, goodness me, it feels like I've been in hibernation for a while. What's happening out there? Where do I start from? Mm -hmm. And that's when I became a personal junkie, personal development junkie. I just cannot get enough of, still to this day, nearly 10 years on, just <laughs> can't get enough of learning. And I think that's the growth mindset that you're talking about. You know, it's mm -hmm. understanding that um, there's no end in sight we're never going to get to a stage where we're the total masters and the total experts there's always something else to learn oh absolutely i agree with uh there's constantly things to learn um would you say but when you're learning on that journey would you say it's part of also doing something with that learning whether it's internally uh for your self-development self-awareness or even externally because we can all read books but if we don't change what we're learning or take on board learning is just learning so where do you see yourself in terms of learning 
Uh, what's the intent in the mm. learning that you're doing? Mm. And what are you taking from it? And what you committed mm. in doing to make the changes? Because yes, there are, you know, personal development. It's yeah. a huge, huge um, industry at the moment. Look mm-hmm. at all the... Um, huge speakers that will sell low level tickets, low price tickets to get the masses in their kind of um, seminars. And then they hype them up and we can all do that. (laughs) You know, I can do it, but it's against my values. So I don't do it. And they kind of hype people up. And that's when they sell their high ticket items to people when they're in that heightened state of kind of, you know, um excitement if you like a bit um, of psychology behind that isn't there absolutely psychology. <laughs> absolutely and that's what i dislike the most in this field and the fact that um often coaches get all coaches get kind of um identified as being these personal development gurus who want to make people feel better but it's not about making people feel better in the moment it's mm-hmm. about actually giving them actionable steps. So I do a lot of public speaking too, but I often do it in an um, experiential way. And I often encourage people to make notes as Mm. they are there. What are they understanding by what I'm saying? What are they going to take away from this session? Because unless we start writing down what our intentions are, Mm. then we get out of that seminar and no matter how wonderful it was, um, normal life takes over mm. and then it just becomes a happy memory doesn't it we don't actually implement anything same with reading books you know we can read all the books in the world but how much of it are we implementing so and it's implementation isn't it it is and I think it goes back to that uh, 2080 rule where you know 20% is actually the amount of people that actually take in take action upon something and 80% will just close their notebook and put it away. So it's about taking that 20%. Who's going to be that 20% who's actually going to make a difference to themselves and take action and write something down. Um, yes, yes. And, I always and it's about keeping that. educating, I guess, isn't it? It's about mm. kind of keep talking about the benefits of writing it down. You know, there is a reason and uh, there's a huge amount of journaling going on. Journaling, as you very well know, yeah. um, helps us identify the story we're telling better because Mm. when we start writing it down we're kind of putting it outside of ourselves and we can look at it from um, a different perspective do you know what I mean and also the physical act of writing that's helping us embed the message that we're writing down in our unconscious so that's why it's so important to write down what your intentions are and that's you know and the reason i kind of encourage my clients to write a letter to themselves um in a year's time and uh, give themselves some actionable um points because often you'll find that by doing that unconsciously they're holding themselves accountable yes yeah no and there's well, a lot of really lovely exercise that. Yeah, there's a lot of research behind actually writing things down because you're using different parts of the brain. Uh, so, yes, definitely. I'm all about the journal and I do the same with my clients. Um, so, I mean, obviously, you've talked about a lot of resources that you use with your clients. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm un- probably understanding, assuming that a lot of these resources you use yourself to help you through your day to day and along your journey. Is that correct? Yes, of course. Yeah. Yes. 
Yes, I'll be a hypocrite otherwise, wouldn't I? Yeah, well, (laughs) absolutely. And and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't find out different ways of doing things also. Mm. So it's by doing it that you kind of almost fine tune it and then testing it and asking clients, did that help? Or did you discover a different way that helped? So I, I kind of learned from them as much as I educate. Oh gosh, yes. the, The beauty of it. It's amazing how much we learn from our clients. So what would you say is the biggest resource that has helped you? Uh, my community. Okay, your community. For me, for me, uh-huh. it has been literally the books that you're talking about, but also a com- the community of like-minded people whom I've felt very supported by. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a very different community to the one that I had around me as a professional. Mm. And to be honest with you, you know, my personal revolution journey started when I was really deeply unhappy uh, in my professional career. And I thought there's got to be something else, but I don't know what to do. This is what I've trained for. This Mm. is all I know. How else am I going to earn a living? And I decided to become an explorer. And that's when I went to these really large kind of, you know, um, expos and business shows and smaller networking events. And can you imagine how difficult it was for me as an NHS employee uh, to go into huge forums where really confident entrepreneurs were hanging around you know but I kind of needed to get over myself and that Mm -hmm. fear of entering those arenas if you like and speaking to people and it's only by speaking to those beautiful individuals who were so honest and open in sharing their failures and their successes that's when I learned the power of storytelling, the power of authentic storytelling, being absolutely honest and open to share your path so that you can find mentors, guides, and um, champions along the way. And I really owe it to them. And um, that's why I had, I launched a podcast in the summer called Inspiring Courage by Vafa. And that was purely so that I could, again, inspire the next generation or the people who would have been in my shoes five years ago yeah or are, and, are in my shoes as I was back then to kind of spring into action and you know what I think a lot of it is based on you know the greatest change and inspiration happens when actually yes people can talk a lot about their successes but it's when they actually are brave enough to talk about their their fears their weaknesses and their challenges and struggles and that's where the for me, I believe that's where the true transformation comes in. Because yes, I, going I, I out of your comfort zone. Yes, yes. Comfort is a, a comfort zone is a beautiful place, but nothing grows there. Nothing right? grows there. Absolutely. Same soil. <laughs> so if you were to take one thing that you know now that you wish you had known back then, maybe when you were 16 or maybe when you started your career here in the UK, what would that be? One thing that you wish you'd known and trust trust your intuition for me um i was such a left brain thinker mm-hmm. that uh, my behaviors my actions very much align with what my head told me to do i was all along um, ignoring my gut feel so i'm a gut thinker mm-hmm. um, 
some people are heart thinkers, some people are gut thinkers, some are, you know, majority think with their head, but it's just to be connected with your body, okay, even if people don't believe in the different brains that we have, just being aware of the sensations in your body, and be really in tune with them and understand what they're telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, that intelligence that we hold in our body um, is really, really important and something that I ignored. So trust your body, trust what trust. it's telling you. Trust and intuition. <laughs> trust your intuition. Your body is not a taxi for your brain. Your body actually has a purpose. It does. Totally agree there. Now, I know you've mentioned a few quotes and books and things, but I want to know what book has been most inspirational for you i can't give you one there are so <laughs> many there There's are so many, many. The, you know my favorite authors i'll tell you some of my most favorite authors and um you know the, the likes of simon sinek um mm. the, you know, your the golden circle that's what that that's that's how i work quite a lot with my clients the what the how and the who, you know, it's yeah. kind of that has been really instrumental in my um, personal development. The, the works of um, Stephen Covey um, have been really instrumental. Brené Brown, I love oh, yes. what she brings into the um, equation about uh, being vulnerable. And in that vulnerability, you're actually showing a lot of strength. Mm-hmm. And that's what people get. You know, I was talking about staying true to your values. Mm-hmm. And when you are true to your values, and when you show up exactly as you are that's when you're going to attract the people who want to work with you network with you and be friends with you yes and it's all about that positive energy you know you you hit it right on the, the nail on the head because the attraction is the energy that you set off um absolutely agree with you there um you've mentioned a famous quote that you like is that the one that you live by, the one that you mentioned earlier on, or do you have a famous? Oh, I have many. No, I have many. My favorite quote <laughs> that I live by, I'm Iranian, I as I conscious. said right at the start of the podcast. Yeah. So I have to be true to my roots. My yeah. favorite quote is from Hafez, who's a very famous Persian poet. Mm-hmm. And he says, You carry all the ingredients to turn your existence into joy mix them mix them can you repeat that can you repeat that again because that's beautiful you carry all the ingredients to turn your existence into joy mix them mix them so that's the quote or that's what i actually start my sessions with with my clients because by saying to them that I trust them, I trust that they have all the necessary yeah. ingredients inside of them. Yeah. And all we're going to do is to pull on those ingredients so that they can move forward. None of those will be mine. They'll be all theirs. Fantastic. You know what? I think this is the perfect place to just end on. But before we do, if you know, for our listeners out there who's listening to this podcast, if people want to get in touch with you and connect with you and follow you, how can they do this? Um, I have the most presence on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook, both Vafa Taliban. And um, I have a website, uh, Personal Revolution, if uh, I'm sure you're going to share the links for them. I'm not really that visible on social media, but I am a connector and I love human conversations. So if Mm -hmm. this has intrigued anybody at all, 
I'm more than happy to delve into any of the topics that have been intriguing with anybody who wants to speak to me. So just go to my website or any of the social medias that I've uh, mentioned and you can find my contact details from there. My email is vafa at personalrevolution.online or uh, my telephone number is there also just drop yeah. me a line. Fantastic. And, um, you know, also don't forget to check out uh, Vafa's um, podcast, Inspiring Courage, as well. Now, before we go, tell us one interesting fact about you. This is really fact difficult, Zainad. I have no idea. I don't know what's interesting about me. So uh, in, in Vafa, in Vafa uh, way, in true Vafa way, I went and asked my friends what's interesting about me. Yeah. And uh, I won't repeat some of the things that they said because um, they're quite um, funny but rude. Um, but, you know, one of them said, you've got an insatiable hunger for fun. And I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and something that most people don't know about, actually, I'm not sure how interesting it is, is that I, I really love arts and crafts but I haven't dedicated a lot of time to them Uh, one summer in Iran because we had three months off in the summer my friend and I knitted a variety of outfits for ourselves right from uh, sweaters to skirts to scarves to all sorts so I don't know whether that's interesting or not but well maybe that's nobody else knows nobody else knows and you know what maybe that's something that you might explore in the future, you know, in your time out, when you're having your own time, your self-care time, you know, time out from the digital world, you might do some more skirt making and top yeah. making. There you go. Well, skirt you know, making. I'll, I'll send you one. Making. How's that when I make Fantastic. it? Fantastic. I definitely <laughs> would love something stitched for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Vafa, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for coming on to um, the podcast, sharing you know, your story, uh, your inspirational, you know, tips and resources and tools about values of a gut intuition. I mean, there's so much there that um, our listeners can kind of dip into and get out. And, you know, if you're listening, please do get in touch with uh, Vafa and have a conversation with her because you will not be disappointed. So thank, thank you, you for very having much. me. Thank you very much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to Zenat's Inspirational Wellness Monthly Tips. If you would like to find out more about what I do in order to serve my clients, then please do get in touch or visit my website, zenatnarani.com. Vida de la Mariposa Coaching, Life of a Butterfly. Thank you for listening.